Broadcasting from the heart of commie-controlled America, the no-bullshit bearer of doom and gloom, opium-free broadcast, the most important hour of your day. Am I the only one here tonight Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me I'm not Who thinks of taking all the good we got And turning it back Hell, I'll be damned I think I'm turning into my old man Am I the only one willing to bleed or Take a bullet for being free Screaming what the hell at my TV For telling me, yeah, you telling me Watching the threads of old glory come undone Am I the only one not brainwashed Making my way through the land of the lost Who sees it as it is and worries about his kids As they try to undo all the things he did in my the only one
I'm not the only one Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. My name is Josh, and welcome to the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose, live with you every Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. As a reminder, Tuesdays, we are no longer at 8 p.m. We are at 8.30 p.m. starting again this Tuesday. New shows coming on this Wednesday with the Jim Price Show and The Unrestricted Truth with James Grunvik coming on this week. I hope everybody had a great weekend. We are kicking the week off right with the coming Denicide episode that we're going to be talking about today. Uh, Vince Taglivia, welcome. Welcome, my friend. I hope you had a great weekend. And my our pleasure. guests, Kurt and Kristen. What's up, guys? How are we doing? Hi. <laughs> so for everybody out there, we had uh, baby Trump on a few weeks ago. We were talking about these uh, these mushroom supplements that boost your immune system to super, super levels and um, are helping people heal as well as do some other miraculous things. And uh, these are the the people behind it. And I'm like, I got to have you guys on. And so these are the the, the founders here of Pet Club 24-7, guys. Um, we're going to get the links out to everybody. But I really wanted to bring them on so they could tell their story and, and kind of share with us uh, their experience of what they've learned with these products and why they chose these products and why they have these products. So, Kurt and Kristen, welcome. Well, thank you, Josh. We're super excited to be on here and and uh, very thankful what you're doing, man. I mean, it's, you know, uh, thankfully, there's more people like you stepping up and, and being the voice for people, you know, like us that need a voice out there. So we are uh, thankful and excited to be um, just, you know, you sharing us on your platform and everything we've got going on. So. Well, I appreciate that. And um, like like Aaron Lewis was just saying, I can't be the only one. And I guess I'm not the only one because <laughs> we're, we're, we're standing strong these days. So, yeah. um, you know, tell me a little bit about your story. I, we met in Tennessee and it was great to meet you guys. I kind of walked up on you. I'm like, hey, hi. Right. But <laughs> tell me a little bit about your guys' story. I, I really want to hear it. And I really want the audience to kind of hear this. Sure, sure. So it starts almost 29 years ago. And uh, one of our business partners uh, here with uh, Pet Club 247 is uh, Simon. And uh, his mother at that time was experiencing a a pretty big issue in her lung. She was attending a Sloan Kettering uh, treatment center there in New York. And they did all the traditional methods to try to help her out. It didn't work. They gave her months to live. And so like any son would do, he started reaching out to family members, letting them know what was going on with her. And he has a cousin over in Japan that reached out and said, look, I've got something. I'm going to send it over to you. Give this to her. Let's see what happens. And so he gets it. He starts giving it to her. And he noticed after about a month, she was uh, a lot of changes started to occur in her month two. She's feeling quite a bit better after the third month. She's feeling like there's nothing wrong. So four and a half months of of, uh, taking this, she goes back to Sloan Kettering. 
and they find her to be NED, no evidence of disease. Pretty incredible, huh. right? Yeah. And yeah. so what occurred out of that was, uh, um, you know, they were flabbergasted, of course. They wanted to know what she was doing. They asked her. Um, she told them and she, they asked for all the information they could get. And this is where the first study started in the United States on this specific strain of this mushroom. And now there's over 400 clinical studies from um, Sloan Kettering to MD Anderson, the American Cancer Society, uh, Harvard, Loma Linda. I mean, uh, it's in the Library of Medicine. And what they've concluded, what they have found is that this is immune support. And when you can keep that immune system healthy, you know, it's able to combat any type of concerns from the smallest of things to the most catastrophic of things. And so uh, for years, they would be getting this um, out to different people that would come to them with all types of things going on. They'd refer it to Simon's cousin. It would take, you know, two to three weeks to get it out here. And all these people are writing in with all these great results that they're experiencing. And they're like, we have to get it here so we can get it in people's hands quicker. So they were able to negotiate uh, having um, the rights to this strain. There's over 200 uh, strains of this particular mushroom that are out there. But this is considered the most potent strain. They have a proprietary way they extract it. And they started getting it out. And six years ago, uh, they were sitting around in their boardroom. Uh, they know what it's doing on, on the human side of things. And they had lost a dog, each of them, uh, to cancer, the three of them. And two of their uh, uh, daughters had lost a dog within months of each other. Yeah, all in the same year. Yeah, all in the same year. And they're sitting there mm -hmm. thinking to themselves, you know, what can we do yeah. about this? And then it's, of course, you know, we're sitting on something incredible. I wonder what it would do for the pet community. They found a great study from Penn State University on pets with cancer that this would extend the lives of them. And so they knew, you know, having the most potent strain, that proprietary way that it's extracted and, you know, makes it so effective is uh, they, um, they uh, that's when they launched Pet Club. And so what happened, this is crazy. They had contacted us, said, look, we've got a product. We've been getting it out into the world of pets. Uh, there's no bad ingredients. It's all healthy. We've really taken focus on staying away from the things mm -hmm. that are affecting our, our pets. 65% yeah. of our pets are getting cancer today. One in three are getting allergies. There are 6 million new cases of diabetes, and we all know what that reason is. It's a mm -hmm. recent toys that they're making and giving our pets. And so um, they they uh, um, said, you know, we were looking for, you know, uh, some partners to help get this out. And I said, well, send it over, send the product. I'd like to try it first with our own pets. So three days after we get it, uh, one of my friends posts on social media and he says, he says, I'm real sad today. I've got to put my best friend down, the first dog that chose me over my wife. And so I knew him well. I called him I, and he's his name's Kurt as well. I said, Kurt, I said, what's going on? And he goes, well, he goes, she's had this autoimmune problem for several years. He goes, her paw pads have just gotten so bad that her paw pads are peeling off when she hits the pavement or asphalt. They'll just peel off. And he goes, and we dealt with that for a while, but now she's laying in the corner of the room. Her hair's coming out with clumps. Her eyes are whited over. And, uh, you know, she's Kurt, he goes, Kurt, she's 14 for a Husky. That's yeah. old. They usually live to be 12. And I said, well, I said, Kurt, I said, um, well, is she still eating? And he goes, she is, but he goes, we have to carry her outside. So I said, 
well, to use a restroom. And I said, well, listen, would you humor me? I said, before you make this decision, could I bring something over? I've learned a lot about it. I've heard it's doing amazing things. Would you try this out? And he said, absolutely, we'll do anything. So we take it over to him. And here's the call I get, Josh, four days later. I see him call and I say, hey, Kurt. And he goes, what did you give my dog? And I'm like, whoa, I'm like, everything okay? (laughs) And he goes, Kurt Zenta just jumped on the couch next to us or to me. And he goes, I called for Gal. Uh, she comes running in and she goes, what are you doing putting Zenta on the couch? And he goes, I didn't. She jumped up here and she goes, you got to be kidding me. And I go, that's amazing. And he goes, Kurt, she hasn't jumped on the couch in over a year and a half. And he goes, I think it's this mushroom. And I said, Kurt, I said, to be frank with you, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I, you know, you're really the first person that, that had a dog that's ill. Ours are doing fine. And he goes, it has to be this. And so uh, we're going to continue to give it. We're going to see what happens. And every day that went by, she started to see improvements and she started going out on her own outside. And after about 30 days, the paw pads aren't peeling off anymore. The hair wasn't coming out in clumps. The white in the eyes, the crystallization was gone. She was seeing better. And the thing I forgot to mention is she had uh, several large lumps on her size, mm-hmm. a, a couple of them the size of a, a baseball. And they And the vet said that they thought they were cancerous, but they didn't know. They didn't run biopsies. But after about four months, between four and six months, completely gone. And here's what what happened. Zenta passed away nine months ago at the age of 19 and a half. Yeah. And she uh, didn't pass away due to illness. It was due to an accident. And in her neighborhood, she walked, they would walk her in the neighborhood. There was another husky in that neighborhood. And that husky was a year and a half older than her. And he had just, he just barely passed away at the age of 21 and a half and lived that long. And so these are the types of stories that we're getting. It's amazing, healthy dogs, elderly dogs. People are calling saying our dogs are jumping on the couch. They're digging holes in the backyard again. They're, they're uh, uh, running up and down the stairs. And so just incredible results. And so not only dogs, cats, horses, all kinds of animals. It's been amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So, 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 so we always joke around yeah. that most, most people test on animals first, but we test it on people first. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. This is safe for animals. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. So I, I'm on the website and uh, my audience knows the mushroom um, supplement, which uh, for everybody out there, if you go to either one of these links that I've posted, uh, it'll be hard to see everybody, but if you go to either one of the links I posted, redpills.tv slash mushroom or redpills.tv slash pets, um, it'll take you to this website. Uh, you go onto there, you have dogs, cats, horses, and humans. So all different types of products. Um, so this, the one mushroom supplement is the one we're talking about right now. You can find that under p- dogs, cats, horses, and humans. It's this uh, this one right here, the Enforce, uh, Enforce Coriolis Varus Color, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And so that's the one we're talking about right there. If you guys are interested in that, that mushroom link takes you directly there. Uh, What are these other products you guys got in here? Yeah. Well, you know, there's a really good documentary people can watch called Pet Fooled that talks about the pet supply industry. And the same thing that's happening to us is happening to our pets. The majority of what we give them is actually toxic for them. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, in a lot of the foods, when you see the word animal byproducts, that includes euthanized animals roadkill, animals that are too sick for human consumption, all get sold to pet food manufacturers at a discount. What? And they don't have to disclose that. 
And so we unknowingly for decades now have been feeding our pets and I've lost every pet that I've ever had in my life to cancer. And I never even questioned it. I had just accepted that that's the way that it was. And it wasn't until about six years ago that I realized, oh my goodness, it's, it's the things that we've been buying for them to keep them alive have been the things that have made them sick. And of course, when they catch all of these diseases and you know have all of these sicknesses, what does that require us to do? Mm -hmm. treatments, medications, thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. And the difference between a pet and a human is what do you do when you lose a pet and your, your heart is broken? You get yeah. a new pet. Yeah. And then that, so for them, Keep it's the a cycle. never ending cycle of, it, yeah. that's what we say. They're never looking for cures. They're always looking for customers. It's just a never ending yeah. cycle. You can have how many pets in one lifetime. So they don't care how it's affecting them. For them, it's just a money machine, you know? So, um, and, and this, not only with the foods, but think about the toys. Think about the toys that you give your pets, right? They're swallowing right. bits and pieces of everything that we give them. They're like toddlers. So we're finding bleach stuffing, styrofoam, plastic, pieces of tennis balls, heavily dyed and processed cotton and nylon fibers, which animals are colorblind. They can't even see all of the colors. So why are their toys dyed all of these colors that they can't even see? It, everything just looks brown and blue and yellow to them. And that's not to, to stimulate them and they're playing, that's to stimulate us to buy the toy. That's the only right. reason they do it. And these are very harsh coloring. So you know, think about when they swallow these things, it's stuck inside of their system for the rest of their life if you don't know about it, unless they pass it themselves or unless you have an emergency surgery, which our friend is a vet tech and they said they do at least one emergency surgery every mm -hmm. single day here, just to just from animals that swallow toys. So there's all of these different things, water quality, air quality, all the chemicals that we clean with and we put in our yards, it gets absorbed directly into their bloodstreams. All of these things are compromising their immune system and weakening their immune system, just like it does for us, right? In all these different ways. And that's the ultimate goal is to get our God-given natural system that was designed to keep us well and healthy and designed to create immunity for us they want to compromise that as much as possible and poke as many holes in that armor as they possibly can mm -hmm. so that we will be completely dependent on them and what they offer that we won't be able to recover mm -hmm. on our own and our pets won't be able to recover on their own or heal the way that we were designed to heal. So what we do is we take this mushroom that supports that immune system and gives the body the support it deserves. And we add it into all of these treats and gravies and toys and just fun things to give our pets because it's a lot more fun for you and for your pet to give them a cookie. <laughs> I don't know if you've right. medicine before, but it's kind of a nightmare. So um, all human grade whole foods made in human grade kitchens. Like if it's not something that I'm willing to eat myself, I won't give it to my pets anymore. That's how wow. much we can trust the brands that we're giving them. So I love that. Yeah, that's that's just a common thing that we all should live by. That's how much and, you know, especially with everything that's happening in the world, we need to be very intentional with where we're spending our mm -hmm. money and who and what we're supporting. Now, more than ever, we have to be aware of that. So um, all natural grade whole foods made in human grade kitchens. We don't use yeah. anything synthetic at all no preservatives sugars fillers dyes chemicals uh, nothing not even anything genetically modified like wheat or corn or soy and right. it wow. has been, like kurt said 
stories like Zenta's and experiences like Chris's, those are not flukes. That is the norm. There are over 400 published studies and the science is irrefutable. So it's not like, hey, look what our scientific advisory board found. <laughs> you know, It's not like anything like that. These are very reputable organizations and they're all finding the same thing across the board. And what's extraordinary in the last almost 30 years that this mushroom has been comp comprehensively studied is it's just a mushroom. It's yeah. just a food. It's, it's like no different from a mushroom you would eat on a salad. So it doesn't interact with any medications or treatments. You can't get addicted. You can't overdose. There are no side effects. So it's just such an amazing gift to be able to put it into the body so that it can function optimally in the way that it's supposed to. And the immune system repairs and rebuilds the body. It regulates hormones. It fights back against small things like colds and flus all the way up to the most catastrophic things like what Chris was dealing with. You know, it, I could go on and on and on yeah. about the immune system and that's the way it's supposed to be. It's supposed to take care of itself. It was intelligently designed to do that. So we're on a raging mission <laughs> to educate people and just let make them aware that there are options that God has given us everything that we need just grows naturally out there for us abundantly. And when we put that into our bodies, then we can break free from all of these systems, these oppressive systems that people are just stuck in that they can never find their way out of. And then by doing that, that really allows us to push back harder. You know, when you have more energy, you can fight harder. It's hard to want to get out of bed. It's hard to want to do something when you don't feel well. Well, I 100% agree with you. And, you know, what you're talking about here is the transition of society that occurred in the mid 20th century. Um, I mean, I, I watched a video on the history of dog food and it was kind of shocking how it came about with the biscuits that came from um, uh, the Civil War, I believe it was, the biscuits that came from the Civil War, and that's where Kibbles and Pits actually came from. So they had all these excess biscuits and that the soldiers wouldn't eat, so they found a purpose for them. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, we had the Flexner Report, the uh, um, the funded medical system that came about, mm -hmm. and when that came out, allopathic medicine took over from naturopathic medicine and everything got transitioned to a pill to cure every ill. Yeah. And that pill to cure every ill is only dealing with the symptoms. And uh, you know, Dr. Brian Artis was telling the story when I was out with him in Oregon about how when he was going to chiropractic stool, um, a medical doctor came out and was talking to them. He had just left the medical uh, society in the late 1990s. And he came out there and said that <clears throat> there are no side effects of pharmaceutical drugs. There are only effects. Mm. There is no such thing as a side effect. There is only effects. If you get a, a heart attack or high blood pressure or something like this, that is an effect of that drug, not a side effect. And yeah. one of the interesting things that you said about these mushrooms here is it's a food. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the only effect is a boosted immune system is health. And so when you're thinking about this, like with, you know, various different types of medications out there, high blood pressure, yeah. Celtic sea salt, people, Celtic sea salt does the same thing. And the effects to your body are profound health, health oriented. 
Not negative, like you can have strokes and these types of things by going off of these different high blood pressure medications. So keep that in mind the next time you go to the doctor and your doctor is telling you, hey, you need to take these drugs because if not, you're going to die. And it's like, well, if I take these, it sounds like I'm going to die by reading the side effects of these things. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I actually, I just went to, I'm a veteran. I just went to the VA the other day and I was, uh, I was kind of appalled in the conversation with my naturopathic doctor. Um, and she's, you know, pushing the vaccine up on me, pushing a few other things on me. And then one of the nurses called me and was telling me, uh, you know, I got to I got to lay off the meat and the fats because uh, getting a little chunky. And I said, uh, um, you know, meats and fats don't produce fat in the body. That's, that's typically the high insulin levels and the carbohydrates. And and she's like, um, no. And I'm like, where did you go to medical school? Like, do you have a degree in nutrition? Like, dude, I, I got, I, I got like six different doctors I can bring to the floor right now for this conversation. Like you don't know what you're talking about. Right. And she's like, well, I think our conversation's done by, and I'm just like, see ya. Like, <laughs> don't need to talk to you. Like I'm, I'm right. done with that system. And I think oh, everybody yeah. else is done with that system too, because yep. we have the ability to heal ourselves. Our bodies, the human body is the most resilient creation on this planet it was made to last at least 200 years mm-hmm. and the reason why it dies off so fast dr david sinclair harvard or stanford university has been to tons of longevity studies is because of all the various different types of environmental strains that happen to our body primarily in the last hundred years is food water air in all these environmental toxins. Mm -hmm. And so we need an increased immune system so we can push all this junk out of our cells. We can get that lymphatic system moving. Mm -hmm. Lymphatic system is a hydraulic system of your body, people. You get out there, you start walking, it starts pumping that fluid. That fluid moves all the toxins out of the body. That's how it happens. If you don't move and you sit still, it builds up in the body. That's tumors, that's cancer. You need to get mushrooms in there to defeat all that and start getting rid of it. But Mm -hmm. man, you know, it's a blessing to hear this kind of stuff. Yeah. And, you know, you hit the nail on the head. Someone is asking, does it help with infections? The, that's exactly what the immune system was designed to do. Infections, viruses, like all of these things. But we've been so brainwashed and conditioned, especially as Americans, to treat symptoms. We have a supplement for everything and a medicine for everything. And and we've been taught to do that. So we'll buy more stuff, right? We want They want us to keep buying more things for these various mm-hmm. symptoms that we're experiencing or that our pets are experiencing. But there's a root cause. There's something that changed sometime, somewhere in the body that's creating that symptom in the first place. Guess what knows what that root cause was? The immune system. It knows exactly what's wrong. It knows exactly what to do to fix it, but it's just so compromised and so weak that it can't handle all of it and it can't work optimally to its full potential. And so we have, we used to have a medicine cabinet full of all different kinds of supplements. And now we, we don't take any other vitamins. We take nothing but this mushroom. We we're feeding our body, the foods that help it to function the be- to the best of its ability. And guess what that's done? Eliminated all fear out of us. When all of this stuff, all this nonsense started happening in the world, guess who mm-hmm. wasn't afraid? People that were being proactive and preventative and keeping their immune system supported didn't get afraid because they know that it's the body's first defense. 
and it's yeah. the body's natural defense. And so that's kind of one of the things that we want to do is say, look, we don't have to be afraid. We don't have to be coerced. We don't have to be pushed into doing things that we're uncomfortable doing in the first place out of this fear of the unknown or what may or may not happen. I may or may not get the sickness. And even if I do get it, it may or may not hurt me long term. Right. So I'm going to inject this thing directly into my bloodstream for something that may or may not happen doesn't make sense. It makes more sense to just eat foods and prepare your body for what may or may not happen, which is going to be the best defense anyway against anything, regardless of what it is. So a lot of times people will ask us, especially with their pets or with themselves, you know, will it help with this or will it help with that? Like, because again, we, we think of things like medications, right? Like I want to take this to help with that. Guess what? We, we don't know. It's all based off of your own immune system, which is very smart, very intelligent, and it prioritizes the work that it does in the body. So you might have the intention, oh, I'm going to start taking those Enforce capsules because I want to improve my eyesight. But maybe you have a hernia or you have some, some other thing that you don't know about in your body. It's going to go correct the hernia first before it works on the eyesight because that's a more detrimental concern that it has. So it was really, really, um, sorry, I got sidetracked by the comments. What's that called? ADD or ADHD? Well, any, anything letters, I probably have it. I'm like, scroll. <laughs> Focus, Kristen. So, so um, yeah, anything and everything, the immune system is always going to be your best bet. It's always going to be, should always be our first choice and our first option to support uh, not only for us as humans, but also for our pets. Like, again, I just know so many people that have spent thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on these vet bills and treatments and medications and all of these things. And it could all be avoided just feeding them these proper foods, you know, just get this mushroom yeah. system and the allergies, you know, that you're getting the shots for every month or every other month or, you know, giving them Benadryl and human allergy medications. We've seen those clear up within two or three days in animals. We, the positive results in the animals within just about a week. I have a friend that had a 13 year old dog and she sent me a picture of uh, her backyard had a bunch of holes in it with some several bawling emojis, you know, the crying one where they're really upset. And I was like, oh my goodness, this looks bad, right? And so I said, oh my goodness, what happened? She said, I'm so happy. He's feeling so good. He started digging holes again. <laughs> He's acting like a puppy. I was like, okay. She went and killed all of her pets. I'm just going to bury them all. This is a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So a few questions that I see coming out, and I know we have a few audience members who do suffer from MS, and I know that these mushrooms are uh, specific for uh, autoimmune disorders. So is there any studies out there pertaining to MS with these? There are several studies um, because these mushrooms are not, they're not actually considered a booster or a stimulant, they're considered a modulator. They modulate the immune system, which is completely different. So even people that have a confused immune system and any autoimmune condition, it can it can help to regulate that, that process in that system. So for example, about four, a little over four years ago, I had developed a really bad autoimmune disease. I didn't know that's what it was at the time. I 5'9 and I weighed 100 pounds. I was having seizures. I was passing out. I was horribly uh, intolerant of gluten. I would like instantly have a reaction to it if I ate it. And I was like that for two years. 
And finally, when I started having the seizures, because I don't like going to the doctor, <laughs> I don't know if you could tell that about me, but finally, when I started having the seizures, I was like, I need to go to the doctor and see what's going on. And so they, they took my blood work and sure enough, I had the autoimmune marker, my inflammation levels, which were supposed to be below one were 522. So wow. they said, this is pretty severe. You know, we need to start doing the testing immediately to find out what you have. So I started this process of testing because, you know, it's all deductive logic, right? They tell you what you don't have before they find out what you actually do have. And I start on this series of testing. Meanwhile, I started taking those Enforce capsules and I was only taking six a day. I would take three in the morning, right when I woke mm -hmm. up and three at night, right when I would go to bed, not thinking that it would help me with the autoimmune issue, but thinking if I'm going to feel bad anyway for the rest of my life, which by the way, is what they tell you having an autoimmune is going to problem is going to be like, there's no cure. You're just going to feel like this for the rest of your life. So mm. like, if I'm going to feel bad, I at least want to feel the best that I can, you know, feeling bad. So I start taking those enforced capsules and then five and a half months later, I skip into the endocrinologist. I was doing the lymphatic dance you were doing a little earlier. And yeah, there you go. That's it. Starting a thing. 1980s walking, remember? TikTok. It's going to be a TikTok trend. What, what was his name with the fuzzy hair? Oh, uh, that was... Oh, All man. of them? No, no. The, the Gene, Gene Simmons? Gene Simmons. No, Gene Simmons is Kiss. No, that's not it, it's the, not other, it's the other Simmons. Richard Simmons. Richard Simmons. Richard Simmons, yeah. All right, girls. <laughs> let's go. Oh, good. <clears throat> wow. So, I digress. Yeah, it's <laughs> remarkable. And, you know, I feel really um, a little bit guilty because I'm really health conscious about myself. But with my cat, I have made homemade foods and things like this, but it's so difficult and so time consuming. I've really gotten away from it. And I get a lot of the garbage from the stores, which I don't even eat myself. Why am I feeding it to my cat? Mm -hmm. So I'm looking at your... Uh, pet foods right now and i'm thinking on starting to switch over to this it looks fantastic uh, Kevin's you know, not grain, grain free chicken and salmon meal mm -hmm. all this stuff so yeah i really appreciate it you guys are uh, kind of a kick in the butt i think that a lot of us need from time to time trying to stay healthy and keep our pets healthy too i really well, appreciate that it's like my shirt says be a voice for those that don't have one i mean they're completely dependent on us to make good choices for them and well-informed people make better decisions. So we're just on a mission to educate people and then also connect them with better options. But it really all starts with awareness. I had no idea that the foods that I was feeding my pets was actually what was killing them and making them sick. No clue. So, you know, we, we want to be a voice for those that don't have one. And even in our foods, we naturally just add prebiotics and probiotics. So all the prebiotics and probiotics that your pets need every month is just already put into the food, all the glucosamine, carotene, chondroitin already in the treats. So a lot of people, again, are buying all of these separate things for these different things. And you can just get it all together in one place and uh, so much healthier for them. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so for anybody out there who's interested in this, uh, and definitely we're going to have Kurt and Kristen back on, guys. Trust me. I I, I know you guys. This is a good show. We got to do a longer show. We should bring you guys in. Uh, I just saw Tammy. I was just telling you about Tammy. Tammy was on Rumble 
in the chat there. Like, what's up, guys? So I'm going to get you guys introduced over the Tammy as well. Um, but we definitely need to talk more and have a longer conversation on this. Maybe do because here's the thing is in a lot of these podcasts that we do, nobody talks about pets. Right. Right. And we're, we're not just talking about pets here. So obviously we're talking about you guys taking take this, this supplement as well, but as well, there's just tons of other supplements out there and you should have your animals on a healthy, hearty diet. I've been feeding my dogs. I go by, uh, um, we have a, a butcher down the street and I go Mac and Huts and I go down there and I grab the, the bulk stew meat. Mm-hmm. I bring that home. I, I mix that up with uh, some other food, some veggies and stuff like that. And that's what I feed my dogs like three or four times a week. I can't afford it all the time, but I make sure that my dogs are getting that natural food and, and I don't cook it. I get yelled at. You need to cook that. I'm like, oh yeah, really? Give them that cooked dog food and see what happens. Then yeah. you give them this stuff and they're loving it. And they're finally regular and they're happy and they're, yeah. So uh, guys, check out the websites redpills.tv slash pets p-e-t-s and redpills.tv slash mushroom directly for that mushroom supplement check it out and what i also ask and i'll always ask this from everybody out there send me your feedback if you remember the social redpill.com go on there you can dm me directly i've gotten actually tons of feedback already for this one product we did uh every three months we do kind of like a quarterly review of our affiliates and stuff like that mm-hmm. we put information out there who use these products and they're like Everybody who said uh, they've ordered already <clears throat> have absolutely loved it. Yes. And um, they've, they've seen effects, changes, profound. So I want to hear back from everybody out there who is I'm going to go out there and purchase this. Let me know what you think of this product, especially uh, everybody out there who has MS. Let me know if you guys do have um, any changes. Um, and uh, that goes for any autoimmune illness out there as well. I mean, please, I mean, it's, it's not going to hurt you by taking this with your regular medication. We're not telling you to get off your medication. Tell them to just take this as an ancillary and see what happens and see if you can get results. And also keep a journal, keep a health journal as you're doing this progress, because, you know, if there's noticeable changes in what's happening, then you can annotate that pertaining to the different types of supplements that you're taking at a certain time. And that can help you later on realize what actually happened. So Kurt and Kristen, thank you guys so much for joining us. Much appreciated for you guys tonight. Um, you guys are awesome. Looking forward to talking to you guys again. Yeah. Um, we will, uh, I'll talk to you guys here later. We'll, we'll see you guys here soon. Sounds good. Thanks awesome. so much. Thank you for meeting you. On. We appreciate thank you guys. Pleasure, Vince. Thanks guys. Take care. All right. Uh, <clears throat> Vince, if you take, so you're going to get some, I'll send you some of that food and stuff over to you for, for Kevin. Definitely. definitely. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I've been taking the mushrooms and I absolutely love them. So full of energy. I was just scoping out some mushrooms right outside my studio in the tree trunk growing on the stump. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what kind were they? I don't know. I got to do some research still. I got pictures right here. A lot of mushroom forager. I got to learn. I need to get some information. Some TikTok, books. man. TikTok. What a TikTok. Get on be, TikTok. TikTok ain't going to be there if they shut the grid down. That's what I'm saying. Well, you know, it's interesting when we just talked about the medical industry yeah. because tonight's episodes, the coming demo side. And no, yeah. this isn't where the Democrats commit suicide, people. Um, <laughs> Democide is a term that was coined by American political scientist Rudolf Rommel to describe the intentional killing of an unarmed and disarmed person by government agents acting in their authoritative capacity in pursuant to the government policy or high command. Guys, 
there are some things happening right now in this world that are absolutely appalling and crazy. We've talked yeah. about the 10 signs of genocide in the past. Yeah. Um, we are very, very close to that. We were between that eight and that nine where genocide actually happens. Yeah. Um, we see the false flags that are operating right now with active shooters. Um, to give you an idea, Game Tech, one of my buddies who's been on the show before, uh, very well connected. He put out a message a few weeks ago on Twitter saying that they're going to utilize military veterans through MK Ultra, um, controlled Manchurian candidates to go out there and produce these types of events. This last guy in Maine, he ended up killing himself. And we joked two gunshot wounds to the head, but probably did. I mean, we don't know. And who knows what really happened there? Yeah, by the way, Game Tech Politics posted that before we saw a mass increase in all oh, these yeah. events. Two weeks before. Yeah. Um, this this came out today. I want people to hear this one. Authorities have found a man dead at an amusement park in Glenwood, Colorado, as he was heavily armed with guns and IED explosive devices. 22-year-old man dressed in black-colored tactical clothing bearing patches, dead at an amusement park called Caverns Adventure Park in Glenwood Spring, Colorado. The man was heavily armed with a semi-automatic rifle, semi-automatic handgun, and he had multiple loaded magazines for both weapons. He was wearing body armor, armor and what appeared to be a ballistic helmet. Additionally, multiple improvised explosive devices were discovered with the man and in a vehicle. The investigation is still ongoing and very active. Given the amount of weapons, ammunition, and explosive devices found, the suspect could have implemented an attack, according to officials. The Washington Post is saying he's a 20-year-old heavily armed man, um, killed himself instead of carrying out the apparent plan to shoot up Mountaintop Amusement Park in Colorado. Man, so, story stinks. Yeah, something's wrong with this story. And most notably is, um, so, firstly, in Colorado, there's uh, there's questionability with the stand-your-ground gun laws. Okay. Um, for instance, if I saw that guy and I engaged him and I shot and killed him, I'd be afraid that the government in the state would come after me because I just took out an active shooter. Like there was uh, an incident a few years ago um, where there was an active shooter walking down the street in Colorado with an AR-15 engaging people. And uh, an armed citizen libertarian podcaster came around the corner, drew his pistol, shot the guy dead. And a cop mm -hmm. came around the corner on the other end mm. And shot and killed the guy with the gun. And without even asking questions, without saying anything, not drop the gun or anything like that, just shot and killed him. Um, and I, I don't know if the cop got penalized for that, but, you know, there's questionability. So the question is with this guy, you know, did they find him under the Ferris wheel and some carny dude saw him and is like, not today, Junior. <laughs> and then walk away. Some felon had had a gun shoot and kill this guy. And like, well, I'm not going to jail. But I did a good thing. I'm going to walk. I don't know. Or did this guy actually commit suicide? Was this another act of these MK Ultras to where this guy goes and realizes what's going on and goes, I can't stop it, and then kills himself? Um, I talked about this a little bit. I believe it was Friday. How this operates, the different types. If you guys listen to the Dark Delight show, I believe it's Friday's Dark Delight show. I talk about the different brain waves and how the different brain waves affect you. And how your phone right now, your computer, your TV are all giving out these various different signals that put your brain in alpha or beta state. But they put you in modulated alpha. And so it becomes an irritable state. And they can continuously put you in this irritable state. So, for instance, let's say you're on Facebook and you're scrolling, okay? 
And let's say that there's an alpha brainwave state frequency that's being given off by your phone. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that puts you in a more receptible condition. It's kind of like the, uh, the optimized state. You're really focused and you're receptible to information. They call it the, the bridge between your conscious and your subconscious mind is the alpha state. So you're sitting there and this is why when you're in Facebook and you're taking in content or Twitter, like you're, it's like addicting because yes. it is meant to be addicting. And that subliminal tone is actually producing that addictive nature. Now, every time that you come across content, for instance, that they want to make disturbing to you, to anger you, to rile you up. What will happen is that tone, that subliminal, you won't hear, will go into a modulated state and become irritable, but you won't even know it. And what it's doing is it's producing a micro-emotional response within you. So you'll go in there and you'll be scrolling and you'll see a post and you're like, wait, hold on, you go back to it. And you start reading like, oh my God, the Democrats did it again? And at that point in time is when they modulate that tone to a point of irritability. It's conditioning. There it is. And that's what MK Ultra ultimately is. And what they will do is they will do these micro emotional stimulants over and over and over and over. And they'll create this ulterior emotional state or this alternate personality, this alternate psyche within you that is reacting emotionally to the world outside of you through the various content that you're absorbing. So now they have various different triggers that can incite things in you. And now all they have to do is just guide you to the right Discord channel or guide you to the right gun page or guide you to the right video of some radical going like, we just need to go blow them all away. Trigger you in some way. I mean, they could catfish you on the internet. Yeah. So guys, I mean, this stuff is being, this stuff is very, very real. It's being used against you, me, and everybody else. Game tech is afraid that they're going to utilize veterans. And this is the methodology that they're going to use to take our guns away. Now, one thing I will say about the gun specifically, because this plays into the democide um, specifically. There is, uh, I, maybe I talked about this Thursday a little bit, but the largest civilian ammunition manufacturer in the United States of America. Okay. Yeah, you mentioned this one. This is big. The largest civilian ammunition manufacturer. Um, Hornsby, Remington, they they do it all. It's kind of like those names are brands that you put on ammo and you have like these distributors and processors that process this all. This is one company. It's in Montana. They were just bought out in an all cash deal to a check with Russian ties company. Okay. From what we're learning, what's going on on the other side um, is states are trying to go in and regulate ammunition sales. And so ammunition will become much like cigarettes you know, the pa- the cost of a pack of cigarettes really hasn't risen since 1992. There's still $2.25, okay? What? Oh, you didn't know this. No. The cost to make a pack of cigarettes has not risen. It's still $2.22. When the stores purchase them, they're still $2.22. But when the store has to make a profit, and then they have to add the tax on it probably there, is. Which the tax is like three or 400%. That's why you're paying 12 bucks a pack or 10 bucks a pack. And that's paying the government. And what's the government doing with that money? Ah, they're just pissing it away. But Um, ammo is going to be the same way. You're going to go from, you know, 25 cents for a 22 round or 50 cents for a two, two, three round. And you're going to go to $5 a two, two round. And then the native reservations are going to have the cheapest boxes of ammo. Yep. (laughs) Cheapest boxes of ammo. 
But Shoot. this is the scary thing. They're not, laughing, you know, it's scary. It's yeah. going to be very hard to take away the guns. But here's the thing is how many Supreme Court cases have came out there and overruled California's assault weapon ban? The Supreme Court just did. And California said, we don't care. What are you going to do? Like, they're like, okay, California, you can't do that. They said, eh. Like, okay, we're we going to move the military in and go arrest these people? Because that's what should happen. These sure, people are tyrants when they're not going to listen to the constitutionality of law. Yeah. Can't the sheriff just go arrest somebody if they're breaking laws like that or nope. violated the Constitution? Well, they, they should be able to. Uh, and that's exactly what should be happening. Yeah. So what I urge everybody out there is I want you to start stocking up on ammunition. If you're new to guns and like, I don't know, right? Go, go get what's called a Rudger. 1022. Okay. Great gun. The ranch gun. Rudger 1022. Okay. I don't have any affiliate deals. Just go buy one. They're like 200 bucks. And then go buy 1800 round buckets of 22 ammo with 25 round clips, 25, 30 round, 50 round clips. Okay. That, that, yeah, that's, I wonder, that's is all that you legal need. in my state? Yes. That's legal in every state. That's why I said for people to do it. Woo! Getting a new toy. Oh, you didn't hear the Supreme Court ruled that uh, states cannot regulate um, uh, magazine capacity, but the states don't no. care. Yeah, states don't care. They're still not obeying. Yeah, they don't care. Hmm. So, why am I saying this now? When we start looking at the big picture of what's happening here, Netanyahu, in his address ruled out a ceasefire in Gaza. Let, let's uh, let's listen to this. I think that it's uh, translated. After the... Listen to this. Listen to Netanyahu today. I want to make clear Israel's position regarding a ceasefire. Just as the United States would not agree to a ceasefire after the bombing of Pearl Harbor or after the terrorist attack of 9-11, Israel will not agree to a cessation of hostilities with Hamas after the horrific attacks of October 7th. Calls for a ceasefire are calls for Israel to surrender to Hamas, to surrender to terrorism, to surrender to barbarism. That will not happen. Ladies and gentlemen, the Bible says that there is a time for peace and a time for war. This is a time for war, a war for our common future. Today we draw a line between the forces of civilization and the forces of barbarism. It is a time for everyone to decide where they stand. Israel will stand against the forces of barbarism until victory. I hope and pray that civilized nations everywhere will back this fight. Because Israel's fight is your fight. Because if Hamas and Iran's axis of evil win, you will be their next target. That's why Israel's victory will be your victory. But make no mistake, regardless of who stands with Israel, Israel will fight until this battle is won. Okay. Now, Vince, do you notice any symbolism with mm -mm. Netanyahu here? No. Look at his wings. His wings? Yeah, look at the position of the two flags in angles coming off of his back shoulders. Mm -hmm. Do they not look like wings? I guess. 
when I see that, I look at I look at these as wings. I don't know. It just kind of looks like I think they make it look like the dark angel, like angelic wings, the dark angel. I don't know. Mm-hmm. At least symbolically, that's what I see there. But he, he goes on to say that this is God, that God is okay with this war, people. That, that's what he just said. God is okay with this war. Okay. God wants us to have this war because we're taking out the axis of evil. There it is again. The axis of evil. And guess who? Now you're going to have Iran, China, Russia. They're all going to be the axis of evil, people. Okay, there is going to be no stop to this enemy that keeps on coming. And what is this enemy? Think about this for a second, Vince. What is Hamas, Hezbollah? What are these enemies? Who are they? Uh, I don't know. I mean... Are they rackles? Yeah. Yeah. Are they fundamentalists? Yeah. But what drove that psychological profile of them to be that? I've heard various theories. Let me hear one of them. I've heard that they were created by Israel in order to create destabilization and push forward political... Hamas, political party, absolutely, right? Uh, Hezbollah funded a lot by the West. But the people that they recruit, where do they get them from? Probably just normal people. I don't know. I wouldn't say normal people. You, you would typically have to get someone who has severe PTSD in order to radicalize them to that extreme to where they're going to give yeah. their life for 72 virgins. Vulnerable and people. and Highly vulnerable people. Yeah. But what in the last 30 years would have created those 30-year-old men now that were children back then Prior to be wars. those vulnerable... Oh, you mean the yeah. West Wars in Afghanistan, in the Middle East, in Iraq, where we went in there and absolutely annihilated entire villages and in, in, um, in people? Yeah. yeah, for every father that died, there were three sons that grew up hating everything that caused it. That's Hamas and Hezbollah. Hmm. Okay? Now, should we look at that as they're the axis of evil? Okay, well, what would happen here if Russia had invaded the United States of America? And we were the we were the Middle East. Would you be a guerrilla tactic in the middle of the night? <laughs> damn bet you're right. You bet, damn bet your ass I would. Mm-hmm. Would I be ready, r- running the counter-revolution, the counter-surgeon? Damn right I would. Okay. Now, it's not that I dislike these people or I'm sticking up for them. I'm not sticking up for them because you know what? There's always a means to an end. There's always peace, okay? I believe that one day we can have peace on this planet, that the Jews and the the Arabs, we can have peace within that area, okay? But the West, the foreign intelligence agencies need to stop meddling in it. These countries got to stop this bullshit. And here's the thing about Israel, and I will say this, I don't care. There is no way in hell the top two, top three intelligence agencies on the planet, MI6, Mm -hmm. CIA, and Mossad, did not know this was going to happen. 
There is no way that these guys were making training videos professionally done in a studio, like hopping around the battlefield with their guns, climbing over walls, training on their paragliders. They made videos of this. And you're yeah. going to tell me that none of their spies in any of the networks said anything about this, <clears throat> that nobody left the training, came out and mentioned it one day in an alleyway where a yeah. spy overheard. You're going to tell me that nobody knew when the president of Egypt comes out and says, I told Netanyahu 10 days ago. Netanyahu, no, you didn't. They have intel in every single angle. From They have intel from every single angle, probably globally, except maybe North Korea, but I bet that's infiltrated too through who knows how. There's no way in hell, dude. They control everything from both sides. That's right. And so we see that. We know that. But there's a lot of people out there who can't see that. And here's the thing. Just like 9-11, which Netanyahu just talked about, the United States let it happen. Dick Cheney sat at the Pentagon. Mr. Cheney, the plane is five miles out. Shall we engage? Stand down. Mr. Cheney, the plane is one mile out. Shall we engage? Stand down. Mr. Cheney, the plane struck the Pentagon. Okay, get emergency crew out there. Okay, that was Dick Cheney on September 11th, allowing the plane to fly into the Pentagon. Where did it hit? It hit the, the West Wing accounting office that had all the paperwork of the audit they were about to start conducting that day of $3.1 trillion of missing taxpayer dollars. Which, and then the, uh, the portions of it went to a company called Halliburton, which Dick Cheney was CEO of. And then the jet fuel vaporizes the jet engines oh yeah just completely annihilates those jet engines no it was, <laughs> it was the the velocity of the impact when they hit the twin towers in the aluminum and steel beams and what happened is is the, the jet engines just were going so fast they're spinning but but you know uh hundreds of witnesses and the female photographer who took pictures of them said that the jet engines were in the rubble so how did the planet i don't know but anyways 9-11 was allowed to happen. It was allowed to happen. Just like this was allowed to happen because they never let a good crisis go to waste, people. They let this happen so that they could purge this war. Now, what happened over the weekend? We had the Eisenhower strike group move into the Persian yep. Gulf region. Why are they moving into the Persian Gulf? You have it's, the Baton and the Carter Hill there. You have 2,000 Marines there. Biden already told me it was just to show them our capabilities and has nothing to do with preparing for anything else other than to bolster our forces and show up. other nations don't do it right that's what they say right, this right. is the biggest mass of navy armies navies from different countries since world war ii larger than that it, it in is, its entirety absolutely. so not just the u.s many countries okay. yeah apparently when you type in middle east on google maps it takes you to the middle of the desert um oh. <laughs> like, why US? is it all brown? Why is it all brown? The Middle East, it takes you to like Tennessee. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know. So, what do we really have going on here, guys? Huh. What we have is we have massive preparations for war. The yeah. Persian Gulf gives better strategic positioning for the United States Navy on Iranian targets. Understand that. Okay. So, we have U.S. carrier strike group in, in the Mediterranean. We have the amphibious assault group in the Persian Gulf with 2,000 Marines. Another 500 Marines just landed in Israel. We have the Ike 
uh, strike group now in the Persian Gulf or headed towards the Persian Gulf. We had the United States of America this last weekend doing strategic missile strikes on Iranian targets in Syria. Now, Vince, I, you know, I've heard Iran's name being thrown around. Iran yeah. has denied everything. Uh, we yeah. know that Iran is somehow involved in this, but have yeah. you seen any of the evidence? No, they announced a week or two ago that anything is going to be Iran. They told, they said that exclusively. Anything that's related to this that we're going to deal with, we're going to already automatically associate with Iran. At least that's how I interpreted it. That, that's exactly way. what I got out of it. But we have no definition that Iran has been involved in this at all. But we're already hitting Iranian targets in Syria. Allegedly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the way, Turkey, Allegedly. Turkey's navy is huge, and it is also mobile. Yeah, and you know what Turkey just did? Mm -mm. So Turkey, by the way, a NATO nation, the second largest NATO, largest military in NATO. Turkey threatens to declare war on Israel. Turkey's president, um, Recep Erdogan, stated the attacks in Gaza mounted a massacre and threatened to declare war on Israel. Turkey has been in massive protest the last few days. Their people are pissed. And so what did Biden do? Biden sends war powers notifications to Congress. Yeah. President Joe Biden, a man who's prostituted his presidency to revive disastrous nuclear deal with Islamic Republic of Iran, has formally notified Congress that he has committed American military force against terror groups funded and trained by the same republic. You got to remember, he gave $8 billion to them the month before. He's uh, Barack Obama gave them a billions of dollars on a pallet. And so now... Uh, Biden wrote to Republican House Speaker Mike Johnson and Democratic uh, Senate President Pro Tempore Patty Murphy to fulfill the requirements for the War Powers Act that mandate presidents consult congressional leaders on military actions. By the way, for everybody out there with Trump, CIC, all that stuff, right there. Hello. What's that? Trump being commander in tree. Trump, oh. Trump is still commander in chief. He's controlling the military. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, <laughs> Joe Biden just initiated the War Powers Act. Right. Um, that commander in chief can only do that. But, anyways, I digress. So, but what does this mean? This is usually preparatory for steps to war, to declare war, to get congressional approval for an actual full-fledged war, to where then the president actually has the initiation to become commander-in-chief and in control of the Army and the Navy, and that's kind of what the Constitution does say about it. Now, Egypt, Turkey are not standing with NATO on this. When NATO is actually European and not really uh, mm -hmm. involved here, but uh, we have also, Western and BRICS nations forces all yeah. aligning there. Go ahead, Vince. I was just going to say China and Russia are pretty well aligned. Uh, China and um, the UAE called the UN meeting today and basically, or they're, they're, they're like, we need a ceasefire. Stop mm -hmm. it. Release hostages. Everybody, they're like, all right, you release the hostages. You stop firing your weapons. You Yes, let's all get more aid. They're like, let's have peace. And then yeah. everyone's like, no. No peace. Yep. Ridiculous. So a yellow badge, also known as yellow patch, a Jewish badge or yellow star, um, a Judenstern, 
was a badge that Jews were ordered to wear uh, by some caliphates during the Middle Ages, some European powers during the medieval and early modern periods, and Axis powers in World War II. The badges marked that the wearer was a religious and ethnic outsider, often a badge of shame. Yeah. Check this out. This is a Ira Israeli UN delegation wears Nazi-era yellow stars. I guess that's kind of like a protest of some sort I, maybe they just don't maybe that's the ignorance of them they don't understand what it means because um yep that's that's exactly what it is it's a badge of shame i don't know kind of odd on that one well it's um, not a badge of shame it was used to identify jews maybe i don't know but used to identify jews during world war ii right i don't know yeah now Maybe There's something else I wanted to, to I wanted to touch on here. I gotta find the video here. I thought I posted it earlier. I should have posted it early. Oh, we'll, we'll play that here in a second. Oh, number one, you know how I know for certain that World War Three is coming? Oh no. Do you know Jim Cramer? Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you I know Jim you. Cramer? Yeah. Jim Cramer is uh, Mad Money on on CNN or MSNBC. MSNBC. And uh, he's the one that said buy FTX and then FTX collapsed. He's the one that said buy Meta Facebook and then the stock collapsed. He's the one that was telling you not to buy AMC and the stock skyrocketed. Okay. Everything that Jim Cramer says, the opposite happens. Jim Cramer, World War Three ain't happening. Why can't everyone just chill? So guess what's going to happen, guys? World War Three is about to break out. <laughs> oh, yeah. My, my Twitter feed is so fun sometimes. Gosh. Yep. Um, you know, kind of interesting here. Um, I, I wanted to play this because this guy had some balls to do what he did here. Who's in charge of the CDC? Check this out. And I'm not anti-Semitic in any way. These people are not necessarily the Jews that we're talking about. They are the Zionists. But listen to this. That was controlling and telling our government to shut down small businesses and what they recommend for the mandates and the vaccines and Pfizer and all. At the time when COVID was being enacted, I'm going to read off the staff of who's in charge of this in, uh, CDC. The director of the CDC was Rochelle Walensky, dual citizenship with Israel. She's a Jew. Deputy director of the CDC, Anne Shawalchik, dual citizenship with Israel, Jew. CDC chief of staff, Sherry Berger, dual citizenship with Israel, Jew. CDC chief medical officer, Mitchell Wolf, dual citizenship with Israel, Jew. CDC director of the Washington office. This is, this is pertinent to the topic. We're talking about COVID, right? Yeah, this is this is pertinent to COVID. So, I love you, Jennifer. Yeah, please. So, director of the CDC of the Washington office, Jeff Rezik, dual citizenship with Israel, Jew. COVID czar, Jeff Zaints, dual citizenship with Israel, Jew. COVID senior advisor, Andy Schlavitt, dual citizenship with Israel, Jew. Uh, assistant of health secretary for this human services for our country. The Assistant of Health Secretary, Rachel Levine, transgender, Vernon, dual citizenship speak, with Israel, yes, Jew. I ask that you hold off, Christopher? Ma'am, I'm almost done. Mr. Head of Mr. Pfizer. Wood, the, the chair has ruled that your comments are out of order. She's asked you to stop. The chair has... He said Jew. There's nothing wrong with Jew. It's not derogatory. 
Exactly. Okay, keep on going. Head of Pfizer vaccines, Albert Erla, dual citizenship with Israel Jew. Pfizer chief scientist Michael Dostin, dual citizenship with Israel Jew. Moderna chief scientist, Paul Zaks, dual citizenship with Israel Jew. BlackRock, everyone know BlackRock? BlackRock CEO, Larry Fink, dual citizenship with Israel Jew. I said we're willing to sacrifice our ego, our reputation, and our lives. Yes, ma'am, and I love you, and I appreciate your patience. Uh, BlackRock president, Rob Capital, dual citizenship with Israel Jew. Uh, the CDC chief medical officer of Johnson & Johnson, Joanne Waltriker, dual citizenship with Israel Jew. Uh, chief medical officer, Merck, Michael Rosenthal. And the list goes on. Yeah. And now, remember uh, all that information that came out about Hollywood and the controllers in Hollywood? Oh, who yes. were all they? Oh, just... Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's know, complicated. It, it's it's complicated, people. It's complicated. What it was is the Zionists had bought and controlled the world for a long time. And now we have them trying to take over one last time. Now, I, I wanted to touch on this because... But... Go ahead, go ahead. Are you changing? Are you digressing? Because well, no, we're going to kind of continue on that line. But go Zionists, ahead. is this like some kind of like evil, ancient, esoteric sect of like Satanists or something? Like, what is going on, and why do so, they call themselves Jews? Zionism is a movement that emerged in the 19th century to enable the establishment of the homeland of the Jewish people in Palestine, a region roughly corresponding to the land of Israel and Jewish traditional uh, tradition. The following the establishment of Israel, Zionism became an ideology that supports the development and protection of the state of Israel. Now, the state of the Israel, state of Israel, officially the state is a country in West Asia bordered by Lebanon and North, so forth, so forth, but really a corporation. Uh, Zionism is a political philosophy and methodology that incorporates subversion, deception, and all these things. The Mossad is zionism it's the political reign to keep and control reign and power that's that's all it is about okay and the rothschilds initially helped create this uh this religious not this religious this uh quasi religious but political movement that really brought about the belford um declaration in the 1918 yes. eventually coming in 1947-48 for israel becoming its statehood after world war ii but you needed world war ii in order for that to happen huh interesting how that happens and the funny the thing is is behind world war ii the money that supported the nazis and the amount of psychological warfare that went in there was pumped in by who oh well we, we all know i'm not going to say the word but it was these same families who were jewish in origin uh, the, the Rothschilds being one of the primary ones who utilized proxy through the royal bloodlines and through the Vatican in order to do that. It was the black nobility who pushed this, the black pope, the Jesuits, all this. So it, it's a long, it'd be a great show for a Friday night and uh, maybe get David Whitehead on. But at the heart of all of this, Okay. I mean, and, and so this is where the Khazars come in, the Khazarian ma Mafia, right? This is the, the Khazarian Mafia are really the old ancient Phoenician or Canaan bloodlines, right? The false Jews who went out there, created the banking dynasties, had usury and took over kingships and then were kicked out of the land and had no land of their own. Okay, this is where the Khazari Mafia came about because what happened is they would go in there and they would start lending money to the kingdoms using, utilizing compounding interest and then eventually the whole kingdom was indebted to them and they held all the power. 
And once they were able to implement that into a structure of law, they became the new banking dynasties. This is how the Rothschilds and all these ancient uh, black nobility families gained a lot of their wealth and their power to own the world. So what other aspects do they control? Well, they control the drug trade. They control the defense departments of each country. They also control the human trafficking trade. Okay. And one of the methodologies that the Mossad, the CIA, all of these organizations utilize to um, coerce and blackmail people. And we've talked about this before. They take, this is what they did with the college professors, right? They took them over to China. They got them in their hotel room in the middle of the night in the hotel room. You wake up, you got a pistol to your face, shut up, sit down. This is what you're going to do. And they yeah. make them do atrocious crimes. Yeah atrocious crimes with criminals or with children, they take pictures of it or they get them down to Epstein's Island. They drug them up and they put them in a room with children and in very crazy positions. And what happens then? Well, now they have blackmail and evidence against these people. Some of them say, well, you know what? Oh, well, I guess you got me now. I'm, you're, I'm owned by you or whatever. Now I've been talking to a few people about general Michael Flynn. And I know there's a lot of speculation out there that it's like 50-50 sentiment. Flynn's bad. Flynn's good. Hmm. Um, I know from firsthand information right now that General Michael Flynn is working hand-in-hand with Donald Trump. And that's not like top secret or anything like that. Like he is on collaborative calls each week with Donald Trump. Okay. Now, if Donald Trump didn't trust Michael Flynn, why is that happening? That's number one. Number two is people are making connections to uh, a whole bunch of money and finance and this New York City madam and stuff like this. Um, I saw this information two and a half years ago. It was probably one of the first conservative podcasters to see this information. I went through a lot of it. It was coming out from a liberal journalist who ended up handing this over to a few other people. Mm -hmm. I saw this information. I looked through some of it, and I recognized exactly what was going on. I'm not gonna, I'm not at liberty to discuss too much of it, Um not because I can't, I can, but I just don't want to put it out there yet. I think people will see and realize when it actually happens. But <clears throat> recently, um, there's been pictures of Roger Stone. I don't like Roger Stone, by the way. I think Roger Stone's a piece of shit. Uh, but Flynn and Roger Stone's with a DC, uh, with a New York City madam. Okay. Now, why is that important? Wait, who, what's the, who's the New York City madam? New York City Madam is this woman, high profile. Remember Heidi Fleiss back in the 90s? No. Well, the, the Madam basically runs all the brothels and prostitution rings throughout New York City. Oh, That's okay. who she is. She brings in all the immigrants and she gets them in the human trafficking and sells them out for sex. And she does it for little kids. She does it for teenagers. She does it for adults. Okay. <clears throat> and there's pictures of Michael Flynn with this woman, as well as Roger Stone, as well as Donald Trump. Here's the thing is I, I, I told a few people today, I said, what benefit would Michael Flynn have in hanging around with a woman like that? I don't know. Gaining intel. Who knows where all the bodies are buried? What does that woman have? If we believe in the white hats, she knows that, everything. She That's knows great. everything. Listen to this. I want everybody to listen to what General Michael Flynn says. And Michael Flynn would not say something like this unless he had evidence to back it up. Okay, listen to this. We, we, have, right. the House of Rep we have the House of Representatives right now is totally 
completely broken. And they're totally owned by the corporate uh, lobbyists and frankly, by the globalists who own many of these people because they've been compromised by by uh, on their some of these what they call Codell trips overseas, where these uh, members of of, uh, both the House and the Senate get compromised by sleeping with children. And they and they're and they and they compromise. And these are real things. These are very real things. They or they get they they uh, they get them caught up in in the world of uh, of big big bucks, big money. Do you see what he just did there? Yeah, he said it. He just said Why it. Why is he hanging out with the DC madam? Because he's got the names. He's got the evidence. Just like on January sixth, when he had a team there that was operating for him that got Pelosi's laptops. Guys, it's a counterinsurgency. And and we could say that he's the bad guy. I don't that's fine. You know what? Time will tell that tale. Okay? But I think he just gave you a really big hint right there of the information that he has. And so that gives me hope. That gives me hope that he has this information, right? Um, and that the house of cards is falling. How about this one? The guardians of humanity are here to obliterate the darkness of evil. This was a crazy video. Check this video out. This is from the son of one of the founders of the World Economic Forum, guys. Check this video out. And someone actually threw this crappy link in there, so don't follow the one link you see. But anyways, check this out. Geneva looks beautiful. It is beautiful. It has a lake. It has this shadow. It's very peaceful. But there is a dark side to it. Everything evil in the world related to demo side unfortunately comes from Geneva. You have WHO in Geneva, you have Gavi, then you have the WEF, the World Economic Forum, which my father was a co-founder and left Klaus Schwab out of disgust in the early 80s, that has diplomatic immunity. I as a Swiss citizen right here now declare that the WEF is not eligible anymore for diplomatic immunity. I call on the Swiss authorities and security to arrest those people immediately. Why? The WEF, WHO, Gavi, Big Pharma, Big Tech, Bill Gates, all advocated a global humanity injection by a bioweapon injecting nanolipids into 5.7 billion people and we Swiss are hosting them that's terrible we cannot tolerate any entity that promotes poison to be injected into humanity but you've done it I'm the victim I'm dying from it and my mother too it's a demo side and you'll be judged it will be corrected in the name of humanity. Maybe there is a Geneva Swiss syndrome, but definitely there is a a UN syndrome. Because people are so afraid of what's going on because the United Nations is occupied that people in there don't understand. Those who understand keep quiet or 
try to speak in different ways to help people to wake up. So if you understand that, you know that this was very easy to carve a world government. If you don't have a force that stops that and says, we the people is more important. And that's what we're doing now. We're trying to build a we the people movement that is very global, something completely different. But what is going on in Geneva is, is the opposite at the moment. There is no right to WHO to give any orders to dictate to the whole world like they have done. And the Global Alliance for Vaccine Immunization, Gavi, got total immunity from the Swiss government. You can find this, admin.lex in the Swiss database. Go and look. This is a coup d'etat, clearly. It's a global crime scene. And we are bringing little pieces of evidence to people with humility, because in science, you always have a doubt. It's a, it's a healthy doubt. And I think that is a very important attitude. I believe personally, Geneva has a better future. Swiss neutrality has to be restored. We have no future not being neutral. The young people who survive through this will be the guarantors, hopefully, that such institutions can never again take foothold in our blessed country. Never again. The snakehead is in Geneva. I call it a direct, clear and present danger to the Swiss population. But I can tell you, it is being cut off. If you have a house of cards, and this is a house of cards of a criminal, one card pulled by justice and the whole card house collapses. But from hope alone it is not done. Everybody must now change the spirit. And all the vaccinated, the injected, knowing that they are poisoned. We are the masses. We are billions of people. Let's just stand up and say, stop. We will not comply. And in French, ni oubli, ni pardon. Because we are the guardians of humanity and our light obliterates the darkness of evil. Always. Fucking powerful, huh? Very. So, people have woken up. So, let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. Why World War Three? Cover up. Okay, guys. They count on to us. Okay. Wipe the whole damn thing out. Clean the slate. Completely remove all the pieces from the checkboard. Let's start over. That's what they're trying to do, guys. We cannot allow them to. We cannot support any war. We cannot send our children, our brothers, off to this war. I know that's hard, but I'm just saying we can't. This is, if they do a draft, do not comply. If you're a veteran and they call you up for duty, you're going to lose your benefits. Don't comply. It's, it's civil disobedience. We've talked about James Madison, the Federalist Paper, Federalist 46. Disquietude. This is the disquietude. Civil disobedience. That's the civil disobedience. We have to stand for what's right. We have to stand for the innocent, for the vulnerable. We have to stand and fight, guys. 
They are making their last moves because they have no other choice. I've said it from the beginning. What happens when you back that injured dog against the wall? He's going to lash out and bite you. That they will scorch this earth before they ever give up power. And that is the precipice moment that we are coming at right now. Now, it doesn't mean that the world's going to end tomorrow. It does go back to what we were talking about the other day. It's all in here. It's all in your mindset. Keep pushing forward. Do not comply. Keep your strength. Keep your resilience. Keep on speaking up and rising up. Keep on fighting. And guess what? We will have the world that we create. We'll have the world that we wish to see. We are the change that will come about in this world. Just remember that because there is something beautiful happening alongside all this darkness. The Great Awakening is in full effect, people. I mean, you're, you're talking about billionaires, millionaires, philanthropists, wealthy aristocratic families come out and say, this is wrong. Like, guys, this really happened. You need to wake up. Like, people are really coming to the surface, guys. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's happening. And I played the video earlier of decentralized media. Um, we're going to slowly bring some shows on. And uh, we'll be launching probably in December time frame. We got some really, we we got we got some shit, guys. I can't announce. I, right now, just Jim Price and James Grunvig will be joining the channel this week, starting I believe Wednesday. Uh, James uh, James Grunvig's new show will be uh, the Unrestricted Truth, which will be on uh, Red Pills coming on Red Pills uh, Red Pill Project, um, and that will be between I believe uh, six thirty and seven thirty. So 6.30 to 7.30, that's when that show will go for him. Uh, He will end and I will come on. Um, And then Jim Price is right before that from, uh, I think he's from 4 to 5 Central, and then between that's Patriot Party Podcast. So we'll get all the schedule out there so you guys can see that. And then uh, next week we'll probably have a few more added in. And by December, we should have a new website out there with actually all the channels streaming. And we'll get you guys all the social media channels to where all of our stuff will be streaming. It'll be the way I'm setting this up. Don't worry. Everything will be good. You guys will have great time. But there's going to be a great content. You're going to have health content. You're going to have patriotic content. You're going to have spirituality content. You're going to have conspiracy content. And a lot of it will be on demand. And a lot of it will be live 24-7. So, um, I'm looking forward to that because we are the media though in the people of this world depend upon a lot of people out there who are well connected and understand what's going on to help them understand and realize that. And I've come to that realization as well. And that's why I want to do my part because the opportunities fall into my lap and you know, I'm not like, I'm not chosen by God or special or anything like that, but I do believe that God puts things in our lap, that God presents us opportunities to make a difference in the world. And this opportunity quite literally fell in my lap. And ever since I said, okay, I'll do it. It's just unfolded to something so unbelievable that I can't even imagine it. So um, I look at it as I'm just, God works through me. God works through Vince. God works through all of us. And that sometimes we just have to surrender that and let God do its work. So that's where I'm at right now with that. So I'm hoping you guys are getting excited about all this happening. We are also out on kick.com. Everybody out there on kick.com. Hope you guys are having a great time. Thank you, Derived One, for uh, for listening out there. I think he's our sole 
Patreon out there on kick.com. But it's a cool platform. I mean, it's it's really similar to the DLive. Um, and uh, um, the other one that's owned by Amazon that we got kicked off of, Twitch. Twitch. Uh, but, hey, guys, that's all we have for you tonight. Any breaking news, we'll keep you guys updated. Don't forget about the links with Kurt and Christina that we put out earlier. I'm Vince, uh, I'll go ahead and put those right there. We got redpills.tv slash mushroom and then redpills.tv slash pets. You can shop for your pets directly on that website. Those are the links right there that utilize our affiliate there. Um, as well as you can become an affiliate there as well. If you're looking for that, if you're a podcaster, you can just sign up from those links directly right there. Um, so check those out guys. Uh, much love, respect. God bless you guys. I hope you guys all have a great day. I'm going to go ahead and give a shout out to everybody who did help support us tonight with, uh, the battle of the streams, uh, fork gum Dano gifted a cookie castle drummer cookie Biden's laptop matter celebrating 18 months sub streak. Thank you so much Fork gum Dano castle drummer and Biden's laptop matters RPG 3573 two, two diet or two ice cream X grits X one lemon grandma five revolt three lemons. Thank you so much RPG X grits X and grandma five revolt uh, X grits X, uh, X again one lemon Andy bean one ice cream Grisma seven three lemons. Thank you so much X and Annie and Grismo. Pammy Pamman celebrating a 19 month subscription streak. Thank you much, Pammy. Princess Little Eight, three ice creams and Castle Grummer uh, cookie. Thank you guys all. And then the best way to support us, redpills.tv. Subscribe to that email list and then go on over to socialredpill.com and at least create a, a free profile. If you want to support us, great. You can do that over there. Uh, but go on over there and support us by creating that free profile or going over to redpills.tv and subscribe to that email list. Much love, respect, guys. God bless you. Take care. Have a great day. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace, or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me I patched the game. <laughs> I, it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Frankly, uh, if you look at the media, where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore. They don't want to hear anything. They don't write about it. It's, a, it's collusive. It's, uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it. It all happened during this period of time. It happened just before the election. They wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And, uh, you know, that's the beginning of communism.